You are listening to the Two Sorry Excuses podcast. And for that, I apologize. downloading the Two Sorry Excuses podcast, recording live from the corporate headquarters of Vandalay Industries. I'm your old pal Sanders. And I'm your good buddy Liv. And if you're keeping score at home, this is episode 58, the Zulu Coconut Edition. Man, 58. Livy, I'm back! You're back? You got a job? I'm back. I have uh, not just one job, I have two jobs. Oh, Okay. What are, what are your um, jobs? Um, two uh, eight-month uh, contracts that I have uh, that I have recently signed, and um, all part of my master plan. All part of my master plan to get in shape. All part of my master plan to get a job. All part of my master plan to move out of my parents' house. Yeah. Um, I incorporated the uh, consulting firm of. MPHD advising uh, last week. Oh, okay. So what does the MPHD it, stand for? Uh, Matthew Philip DeSantis. Oh, okay. So a pseudonym. So there was no... Um, that yeah, was an MP MPD ink taken, I assume? Yeah, MPD ink was yeah, taken. All right. so, um, so MPHD advising is the uh, parent LLC of... Uh, my advising efforts, which will be um, conflict resolution, mediation services, academic uh, ombudsman, uh, and counseling services. Ooh, and what? Pretty clever, right? Yeah. Yep. Kind of stands out. Yeah. Um, but what I've done, and over the last two years, I've I've really kind of been focusing um, on a number of uh, of kind of key areas. I've been doing a lot of shit within those areas, trying to find a niche. But essentially, I've been working with nonprofits and academic uh, institutions and non, um, uh, yeah, nonprofits and academic institutions, putting together a variety of like programs, curriculum, syllabus, grant writing. Um, sometimes it was like tech work. I'd work on a, you know, uh, a mobile I app. It's curricula. Or... Well, I know it's curricula and curriculum. <laughs> curriculo, I think, in New Jersey. I think it's curriculo. Curriculo. The, it's the positive possessive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, how we do things in Jersey. That's how we do things in Jersey. Oh, I actually came up with a great. Um, I wanted to come up with a website. And I forget what the what the clever title of it was, but it had to do something along the lines of of like you know you're in Jersey when, or uh, like classic Jer Jersey or dirty Jersey or something like that. Because I was driving down the street and I was behind a chick and what was she was driving? It was like a classic Jersey setup. <laughs> it was a white Honda Accord. Classic Jersey. With tinted windows. 
and oh, on the back it had um like it's like white almost like uh you know plumber's tape like Teflon tape. Yeah, yeah. So in Jersey what's really big and I don't know this might be big in, in other places but um they put these murals on the back of car windows. Like rest in peace. Yeah, yeah, and no, I see that around here like when homies die and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. In Jersey they also have taken to do you know like the little families? Yeah, yeah. Um they have like spins on that. So instead of like little stick figure dad, little stick figure um, mom, little stick figure kids and dog or whatever, they'll have like, they'll be badass and they'll put skeletons, <laughs> you know? Um, but the chicks love to put flip flops. Like, so that's their thing. Like, big flip flops is dad, medium flip flops is mom. Oh really? Was that uh, yeah. that's a Jersey Shore type of thing? Jersey Shore thing, totally. Yeah. Um but today I saw a chick with sets of handcuffs <laughs> on the back of her white Honda Accord with um tinted windows. And even though the the, the windows are tinted, I could still see through the window to see her acrylic French manicured nails. Nice. Classic Jersey. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I got there, but... Um, you had some idea you were going to do? Oh, that's how we were doing it in New Jersey. That's right. Okay. So the Website, um, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I've been working on projects uh, along those lines of, um, you know, working with nonprofits. I've been doing that ALS stuff for, for the last year or so. Yep. And... Um, Finally, a couple of these things, a couple of these Starbucks, uh, you know, organizational meetings have paid off. A couple of the grants that I was writing uh, finally got some funding. Nice. So now I've got a steady income or at least a baseline income um, from a few of these projects that's going to let me, um, you know, add on elements of uh, mediation, dispute resolution, um, you know, civil dispute, um, uh, divorce mediation, things of that nature, which yeah. will, you know, I'll kind of be freelance. I'll kind of be, um, uh, you know, independent contractor work for the courts, things like that. Um, but with a couple contracts under my belt, it kind of gives me the freedom to be able to do that. So, um, I incorporated that this week. You know, got two paychecks finally for the first time, and and I can't tell you how long. And uh, we're off and running. Picked up, you know, one of those contracts just yesterday. So I've been running around. I left the house this morning at like uh, you know eight o'clock. I w- walked in the door ten thirty. So I've been uh, I've been jumping. I, apparently, I'm trying to make up for the last two years. Yeah. Of inactivity in one day. So, <laughs> well, that's exciting, man. Congratulations. Yeah. So thank you very much. Thank you very much. So, we're, uh, we're off on Back the right foot. The that's for sure. Back in the game. Yeah. You know, it feels good. It's, it's weird. It's one of those things like, 
um, you know, when things aren't going your way, you feel like shit, and you know, That's like every not- turn you take uh, feels like you know you took a wrong turn. But it's like, what comes first, the chicken or the egg, kind of thing, you know? Yeah. You, you get a little momentum, you get a little positive reinforcement, you get a little confidence, you go out there, and then you're able to kind of make things start to happen and then you know positive gets positive you know not to get too tony robbins but it's kind of like well oh maybe i could have shook myself out of that you know out of those doldrums a year ago yeah you know or six months ago but at the same time like those opportunities weren't presenting themselves but um you know there's kind of a study in human nature cyclical um cyclical nature of of you know career life and all the stuff that goes into that so um i'm on the board good deal man good deal but uh most importantly i think it's time for maddie's mardi gras corner (laughs) happy mardi gras buddy yeah happy mardi gras to you are you uh are you all recovered from your uh your festivities and uh doubloning yeah it's uh, finally over. You know, it was exhausting. Um, yeah. now, last we recorded it was last Tuesday, right? Yeah, and you yeah. were just kind of getting ready for. Um, yeah, so from Wednesday on, I was out at parades every day. You know. Now, you. What days do you have off from work? Well. I had to come in for three hours on Monday. Right, because he <laughs> refuses to close the office. Yeah, because it kills him. Okay. Uh, so, and I had off Tuesday. So, so, uh, so we... Um, That's not abnormal. A lot of people have that. Right. So, Wednesday, what, after work, you hit up a parade? Yeah, last Wednesday, that was when, you know... Stuff went on the weekend before, but stuff didn't get gone again till Wednesday. I went out there, met a friend, some friend who I hung out with there last year for the same parade. And I guess we decided that would be the tradition. (laughs) She was there with her sister and her kids, and this will be our new tradition. We'll watch the parade here every year because we did it last year. Now, wait, is this the same girl who you share a birthday with? No, 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 no. This is a different friend. Okay. Same circle, but different friend. Because that girl's not very good at keeping traditions. <laughs> yeah. No, this is... Be wary. This is a friend of mine, Sarah, that went to law school. She's friends with her, too. But she likes, you know, everything like, this will be great. She gets so giddy about everything. Because <laughs> last year, I just happened to see her at that spot, you know? Okay. Uh, it was sort of like I happened. I don't know if maybe we talked before last year or whatever, but the thing was she was with my buddy and his kid last year. And because my buddy's wife, a.k.a. his kid's mom, was riding in this parade. And my friend Sarah actually works for the mother. She's She works for the Louisiana Association of Charter Schools which is a charter lobbying group, basically. Uh, and oh, do they need ombudsman services? I don't know. Possibly. <laughs> uh, 
And so she was out there basically to watch over the kid last year. And then she was out there independent of my buddy because whatever home front issues, but with, but with his kid, you know, so they could see the, uh, his mother on the float and get all kinds of stuff from her. And then she was also with her sister who just moved back to new Orleans who has two kids herself, you know, who, who've never really seen Mardi Gras before. So this was their like first time seeing it. Okay. You know, so right there at them. So I was like, Oh, well you, you know, I was, I knew somebody in, well, I knew a few people in the parade, but there was only one person I actually cared to interact with that I knew in the parade. What, uh, uh, what parade is this? This was, well, there was two that day. There was one called Druids that ran before it. But the one where I knew somebody, it was Nick's. It's one of these new women's parades. Okay. All right. The ones with the shoes? And this is the one with the purses. Purses. Got it. It probably started three or four years ago now, you know? Okay. And there was a girl I knew in that parade that I wanted to see. And I just wanted to get out, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I, I texted Sarah night before. She's like, oh, I was going to send you an email. That's <laughs> you know? Even though. Even though this is all through text, I'm still going to do it in her voice. Right, right. You know, I, I'm like, she's like, this is great. This will be our tradition. <laughs> <laughs> she always likes to say so. Like, so there was a, uh, when I was studying for the bar, you know, there was a, and Civ Pro, you know, federal rules of civil procedure, that, that part of the exam. Yeah. There's a, I can't even remember what the federal rule is anymore. It's like 13-something. But the rule is that if the case is so related, <laughs> you know, blah, blah, blah. And that's how I got to remember. It's like, oh, that's the Vandergriff rule. If it's so related. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So I hung out with them. Then the next night was the one with the shoes on Thursday. Okay. You know, I mean, so Wednesday night, I wasn't getting bombed or anything. I probably had maybe four beers on Wednesday just because, I mean, I had to work the next day and everything, you know, just to just to be social. I drank a few beers, you know. Right, right. And then also I got to worry about driving home, so I'm not going to get completely smashed. Right. <laughs> uh, and then Thursday, uh, Muses was rolling, and my mom and niece – my mom's like, you want to go watch that with me? So went to the same area. You know, there was other parades rolling before, but they started at a different part in the route. Where we were was only this parade was passing through, which was fine because it's near the beginning of the route and it ends and you get out of there and there's a lot less people and there's a kind of a better class of people there. <laughs> you're not a well, you're not missed all the high school and college kids who are just in mobs getting fucked up. Right. Like if you go to a further part of the route, you know, or even if you get further down the, um, if you get really further down, you get into some real trashy crowds, you know, but, um, cause you know, it's free. So you get everybody. <laughs> Wait, what? As opposed to I mean, free. So oh. I'm saying, yes. Okay. Get- yeah, 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 gotcha. So clearly you're going to attract you attract regular families, but you also attract a lot of scumbags. <laughs> right. Hey, um, 
real quick before um, before we get too deep in the conversation, what? How do you start a new parade? I I don't know if you have to if there's some type of rule. I'm sure there's some type of minimum uh, type of minimum amount of people you have to have. You know, so you have to have the members of the crew. Yeah, you got you got to start. I mean, I don't know. I I can't tell you the whole formal process, but I'm sure you got to go register through city hall or something. You know, but just as a spectator, right? So you're standing there, and the purse parade comes by. So like, what? Like, how many floats? You they know? Three. Well, you know, okay. A new thing happened this year. It used to always be there would be, it would say like 24 floats or something. 28 floats was the maximum. But then within that, sorry, they would have like 28 regular floats. But then they would have like numbered one through 28. But then they would have like these little dinky floats, you know, that would be like lettered. Like, oh, this is. Float A and B and C, you know? Just like in the back of a pickup truck or something? Not even that, you know? I mean, because now they're being pulled by tractors, the floats. Okay. Big old tractors. Back in the day, like before my time, they'd be getting pulled by horses or whatever, you know? All right. Or mules, probably. Not dually, Um, but not duallys. No, not not pickup trucks. Pickup trucks don't pull them. All right. They're getting pulled by, like, Big ass tractors, you know. Uh, but you know, but the city council passed a new rule this year that they all have to be numbered. So now, like things that would have just been like, oh, this is float B. Like there was one I know in that Knicks parade that all it was was a float that was called like the Calliope or something. It was nobody was even in it. It was a little thing playing music, you know. But that was given a number now. So this year, I think that parade must have had 35 floats. So why does City Hall care if they're numbered or not? I think just because of maybe giving confusion to stuff. I don't know. And be honest with you, I thought it was a good rule just because of this. Now you have an actual idea when the parade's ending. Oh, all right. You know, that's why I like it. Like, you have an, a real idea. Not where they're like, oh, it's 28 floats, and then you're, you're going through all these letters with these dinky floats before you actually get to a float. It's like uh, when I go to see, um, like, a recital. My niece is, like, dance recital or something. I like to get the program so I can count down yeah. the number of, of acts before it's over. Yep. Okay. All right. So I follow that. That's why I actually liked it. And... I mean, I'm sure that probably had something to do with them doing it that way. Is because these, you know, especially the bigger the parade, the more they'd be chock full of all these lettered floats and stuff. You know. Got it. And, I mean, it doesn't make the parades any shorter. I'm so, not sure. I'm sure there's a different policy for it than to make me happy. But. <laughs> but that's a th- it's it's a thing. Like so, you go to a parade and you know it's either announced or they, you know, they they publish it somewhere that this yeah, parade's I mean, got like, thirty six. Like, like uh, I have a parade tracker app on my phone that one of the local 
TV stations do. Okay. I mean, at least two local TV stations do a parade tracker. But you can go on the parade tracker app the day of or lean up to the parade and you can pull it up. It'll show you the route and it'll tell you how many floats are in the parade. You know? And then as the parade's rolling, it'll tell you where the parade is, you know, on a map. Because they like they have cars and people, like people working for the stations who are with like at the front of the parade and at the back of the parade, you know, to tell you where the front of the parade is and where the back of the parade is at that point, you know? Got it. Got it. All right. Um, The reason I ask, other than um, just pure curiosity, is that um, I think we should start a parade. I think we should start a crew. Well, funny thing about that is a real popular thing now, and they've been blowing up, especially since Katrina, uh-huh. is all like these little dance clubs and stuff, like these groups of people that are just out there and give themselves these silly names. Like there's the the Bearded Oysters. Uh, <laughs> uh, these are mostly women's groups. Okay. The Pussyfooters. <laughs> uh, there's the Camel Toe Steppers. <laughs> And where do they go? Like physically, where do they go? They march in the parade. Like they have a person carrying a banner, a couple people carrying banners, and they like do dance routines and march the whole time. Okay, okay. So, all right, this is so where I'm I'm trying to get a grip on what a parade looks like. So, with the purse people, what is it called? That's Nix. Nix. So Nix invites contributors. Yeah, like participants. You go to a parade, and it's floats, but interspersed through the floats are marching bands, like high school marching bands, some college bands. The bigger the parade, the bigger the bands. You got know? it. Got it. And uh, like sometimes, like friggin' bands, from, like a lot of times, even high school bands from out of state. You know? Okay. Uh, so what's a basic formula? You need a marching so a basic band. Basic formula is is floats bands uh celebrity not all of them have celebrities the celebrities are pretty much for the big ones you know okay so you have the uh the floats the bands uh probably more bands than little marching clubs you know but then you'll have you know floats bands float Maybe a marching club, float, another band, float, maybe another band, float, and then who's, one of those dancing clubs, you know. Who's on the floats? Floats, that's all the members of the crew. Got it. So every time a float comes by, you got a chance to get a throw or something. Yes, yes, okay. yes. All right, because here's my idea for, uh, for our parade. It's a, it's a Syracuse-themed crew. How's that gonna fly? <laughs> well, we're not affiliated. We're just themed, right? No, I know, but what I'm saying is, where we run this par- a Syracuse theme parade? <laughs> uh, down Canal Street. <laughs> um, Pretty easy. Now, what I was gonna say, real quick. So I saw another new dance crew this year, and I saw them on the morning. Uh, news. Okay. I guess it must have been Wednesday. Yeah. And it was the first time they were going to march. It was probably like 10 women, some old women's stuff, you know, and a couple of younger girls. And they were the Amelia Air Hots. 
You know, like <laughs> Yaddy, New Orleans way to say it, you know? Right, right. And they had a plane themed, you know, and they were kind of dressed stewardessy, you know, right. the Amelia Earhart's. And um, I was like, man, anybody could start this. I was like, I need to start my own marching club. There you go. See, we're on the same page. Yeah, just to be, we don't need to start the parade. We just need to be in the parade. Oh, okay. All right. See, this is where I'm getting confused. All right. So we want to be in the parade. Can we throw shit? If you want, you can, you can make, you can throw shit if you want. You can, you can make stuff and hand it out, you know, if you want. Because here's what we're going to. Here's guys what we're going to throw. Do what? You know, they got a crew of guys who, who ride in these parades, like as a group. They're called the Rolling Elvi. And a lot of them are like people like us, young professional type of people, you know? Yeah, yeah. And they all dress up as Elvis impersonators. And they're all like on scooters and stuff. Oh, And they can... make koozies and stuff. So I always get koozies from those guys. We can be on scooters? Yeah, they had one. Uh, crew, I took a picture. I'll send it to you. They're called uh, the 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 Lazy Boys, the Lasse Boys, L A I S S E Z Boys of New Orleans, and they're okay. all, they're all on recliners, dressed like in smoking jackets and shit. <laughs> and the recliners are on like scooter type of things, you know, they're motorized recliners. <laughs> And these guys are buzzing up the street with like pipes and shit oh, on their on, on recliners. <laughs> uh, so you, you can be like those guys, you know? Well, I would I would propose that we um, all the members would wear nineteen seventies era uh, tartan. Blazers, orange tartan blazers, orange plaid blazers, uh, okay. Jimmy B style. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd be down for that. I mean, hell, I'd love to start my marching club. Just how how many times are you willing to walk six miles? Um, I don't know. How many parades can we enter? I'll come down for a week. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we can enter a few parades. You can enter multiple? Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. All right, I'm in. All right. It'll so you got you, you got to we'll get somebody to carry a banner for us. You got a pen? Do I have a pen? Yeah. Why you got something you want me to write down? Yeah, yeah. Uh, hold on, give me a second. Right. I just gotta unrecline from my recliner. <laughs> grab my notepad, my handy notepad, and and my bolígrafo. Spanish for pen, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is funny you're saying this because I said that this year. I was like, I want to start my own marching group. All right. So, um, right, live. Live. And then on the next line, Sanders. Okay. So these are the first two members you said? These are the first two members. Potential members. Yeah. All right. Now, do you have another paper? Why do we need another paper to put potential members? No, no. We need potential names. Well, I mean, the names are names. No, uh, no. Name of the marching crew. Oh, okay. Hmm. I mean, we could just play off what our podcast is and be the sorry excuses. Oh, I love it. You know? You don't even need a piece of paper for that. Yeah. We know that already. Yeah, and we don't need, we just need, we can just be the sorry excuses. 
I love it. And of course, eventually, you won't all have to be cute people, but you will have to be willing to wear the wear the the wardrobe and take a blood oath. What's the blood oath going to be? Well, that you swear allegiance to Syracuse. Oh, okay. <laughs> so let's think of potential members here. Obviously, BP. Obviously, BP. Come. Obviously, Mike Reardon, who will never come. Mike Pierce, who will never come. <laughs> uh, Chris Laughlin, Matt Soap. That rounds we'll out the... Will never come. Will never come. <laughs> All these people with children. <laughs> I'd like to put Liz Stillman on that list. I think she would come. You want to have women and chicks in this crew? Oh, that's a good one. Can we exclude them? Yes. Nice. Yeah, you can have an all-male one. All right, that's not going to violate... Um... There's all kinds of all-male crews and all kind of, all marching clubs and all oh, kinds of we... all-female marching clubs. Will we be able to open a ladies' auxiliary? I mean, if you want. Who's gonna Who's gonna run the pancake breakfast? I mean, uh, I mean, they can come down. They can be supporters. All right. You know? All right. But I like, like the idea. See some of these crews, marching clubs, not crews. Sorry. Yeah. Because the crews are the parades themselves. But some of these. Marching clubs or whatever, you know, they always have people with them, you know, like chaperones. And with a men's crew, a lot of times they have women as their chaperones, you know? Oh, okay. So there you go. Like your band-aids type of people. Yes. I like Fredo it. would be into it. This is the problem. This is the he problem. He doesn't have a passport. No, he's got a passport. <laughs> then no problem. Yeah, no, there's no problem with that. There's a problem, but I'm not going to talk about it on the podcast. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We're going to exclude black people? No. Fuck that. Derek Coleman's going to be marching. (laughs) Derek Coleman, potential. Then then we have no problems, man. Billy Edelin, disgruntled potential member. You know, uh, who else we got? Lee Zurich, he's potential. Oh, he is potential. Uh, don't forget your friends from Magazine Street. Yeah, you know what? I saw it the other night, Thursday night when I was with my mom after the parade ended. We were still on the route right after it ended. And I have this Syracuse fleece I just bought a, a few weeks ago. It was pretty sharp, you know? Right. Because they had a sale on the bookstore site, 35% off of outerwear or something. I was like, oh, well, this it's actually makes their prices reasonable for once. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they, some guy was walking down the street like with his girlfriend. Somebody was wearing an orange circus sweatshirt. My mom's like, Matt, look, he's in a circus sweatshirt. Uh, and I looked and saw him. I said, go orange. And he looked. He's like, go orange. And he just kept walking. <laughs> I don't think he saw that I was wearing a circus fleece, though. Right. Yeah. But he was probably just some kid from out of town, you know? That's funny. Yeah, so Lee Zurich, um, Tom Dahl, who I haven't talked to in over a year, but that's the guy from Magazine. No, that's the guy that met me on the fly because he noticed my dog's collar. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, Wednesday, 
I was wearing this fleece at the Wednesday parade, and this uh, cute little Asian girl started talking to me. And she's like, oh, did you go to Syracuse? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah. And because um, there's a whole episode over uh, a, <laughs> a koozie that was thrown. And, you know, I told you my thing, things are koozies. Right. And she missed it, and I grabbed it, you know? She's like, oh, man. I was like, sorry, this is what I really want, <laughs> you know? <laughs> But I was like, I guarantee you, if I get another koozie, I'll give it to you, all right? She's like, no, you don't have to, blah, blah, blah. But, like, the next float, I got a koozie. And I said, here, I'm a man of my word. And nice. I gave her the koozie. Nice. You know? And uh, she's like, oh, that's great. And she gave me a beer, you know? So, But she was talking to me. She's like, oh, I got lots of friends from koozie. Uh, <laughs> lots of friends from the Syracuse. <laughs> and I, I was like, oh, okay. And we were talking later because floats come by, so, you know, whatever. So I was like, so who are these friends? Blah, 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 you know. And she's, where was she from? What was the name of her town? South Plainfield or something like that. I don't know. One of these typical Jersey type of town names or whatever. South Plainfield is the home of uh, Teresa DePasquale and the DePasquale sisters. Oh, okay. And she's like... uh, She's she's like, oh, well, I wonder if you know. And before I knew where she was from, I thought she was like thinking, I thought she was saying Jersey, like living in Hoboken, you know, like post-grad Cuse people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. I was like, oh, who do you know? Maybe I know him. There's a chance. And she said her name. I was like, I don't know that guy. And I was like, how old? I was like, oh, these people are probably way too young for me. I'm way old. You know, and she's like, well, we graduated high school in 2005. I was like, yeah, I don't fucking know anybody. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I know none of your friends. But even with that, that means they're out of college six years. Well, she graduated. Yeah, yeah. I know. Does that blow you away? That means we're old. She's almost Um, 30. Yep. Yep. But, um, yeah, but she was one of these people that, I don't know where she went to school. She told me, but I let it go in one ear and out the other because I didn't care. But she was one of these people living down here now, you know. Okay, all right. That's funny. That's the um, 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 for shit with names. Like I'm really, really bad with names. But one of the first things I ask somebody is, "Where'd you go to school?" And I can remember that without fail. Yeah, I don't even think she told me, though, because all I cared about was Syracuse when she mentioned that. (laughs) It's funny. So one of the things that I'm not to derail you too much, but real quick, one of the things I'm working on. Kind of derailing me a lot. Is the the nonprofit um, college advisement um, program and a bunch of inner city kids, football players, basketball players who have very little shot at getting into college by themselves. We take them, we kind of put them on a career path, we help them choose some schools, we make sure they take the SAT, make sure they pass all their classes, and hopefully uh, get enrolled into uh, some kind of college. They're going through schools and they have no clue. Like They're figuring out how they can get into the University of Hawaii. Um, They heard Duke Mm -hmm. is a good school. Um, Harvard's pretty good, but they're not sure if it's good as Georgetown. Like... 
just yeah. they have no concept. But one of the kids goes, "Yo, you know where I want to go? Syracuse. That's my jam." Does yeah. anybody know if that's hard to get into? And without fail, at least three of the kids turn and go, "Nah, I heard that's cool. Anybody can get in there." And I start <laughs> to laugh. And they go, yo, but you know what it is? It's a party school. And I start <laughs> laughing. I go, hey, guys, I went there. And they're like, no way. Is it really a party school? And I'm, and I'm like, yeah, it was pretty fun. And they're like, oh, man, was it like in the movies? You just walk into the party, and there's just a table full of booze and naked <laughs> broads. <laughs> yeah, well, I wasn't at that party, unfortunately. Uh, I miss that one. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to, to derail you. So, you got your koozie. Uh, you and talked. we had that conversation with that girl. Yes. Uh, but that's pretty much where the story goes. All right. So, when, when that's Wednesday? That was on Wednesday. Thursday was when I was out there with my mom and my niece. And the, that was the night the Rolling Elvi and the guys on the, on the uh, Lazy Boys came by. Obviously, I didn't get crazy because I'm there with my mom and my niece. Right, right. And I still had work the next day. So I just probably had a couple beers that night. Um, what, do you just tote a cooler around? You can, but I was. I mean, there's a bar right across the street. The beers are $2.50. Okay. You know, and then there's also like a little corner store that was up the way. You know, I'd go in there and grab a beer. You know, you get a big old like 24-ounce can of Coors for three bucks you know it's cheap right you know like uh so i wasn't doing that that night because i wasn't out to get fucked up you know yep so then friday a friend of mine from law school who i never hang out with her her and her twin live not far from the route uh they live at the corner of britannia and jefferson which is the 5300 block of Britannia. I'm telling you this because it will be important. <laughs> so um, so they, they invited me over because the boyfriend, her fiancé now, was riding in one of the parades that night, the crew d'etat, which is oh, one yeah. of the real satirical ones. So, right. so I went to meet up with them, and the plan was actually to get kind of buzzy that night but never really happened for on whatever. friday what's that on friday night yeah 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 um but i had parked my car down in that neighborhood earlier in the day and like jacob like we went to lunch jacob just picked me up and we went to lunch you know okay because parking down there is such a the worst thing is having to drive to get a parking spot you know like from my work to that area. For one, it's a pain in the ass getting anywhere at 4.30 or whatever in the evening, you know, before parade rolls. Because most of them, that night, they were kicking, first was probably rolling at 5.45 and stuff. You're running all kinds of pain in the asses. Plus, finding a parking spot's going to be a pain in the ass. But if you go put your car somewhere around 12.30 in the afternoon or whatever, you get a parking spot, and you can just get out of there at the end of the night, which is what I wanted to do, you know? Okay. So I did that. So then... When I got out of the office, I was like, well, you know, I just figured I'd walk there. My office is in the, my office address is 2018 Britannia. I walked to the 5300 block of Britannia. All right. Where is, uh, 
Where's Britannia? Give me a general. Britannia runs parallel to St. Charles. Um, on can, the on the riverside. Can you Charles. do it from Canal? What? Can you do it from Canal? What do you mean? Give me a. I'm. I'm centered on Canal here. Okay. Well, you're gonna have to move to the west then. Okay. Find the street Jackson Avenue, Jackson and St. Charles. Uh, St. Charles. Let me. Why don't you just put it in 2018 for Tanya? Because <laughs> I can't spell it. Oh, <laughs> uh, P R Y T A N I A. Wait, P R Y T A N I A. Got it. Okay, Britannia. Uh, oh, yeah, okay, I got you. That's a long fucking walk. I mean, straight up, it's 34 fucking blocks. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, that, and that's a walk you can only do when parades are in town, you know? Because at least there's shit going on the whole route. You know, so I just got out into St. Charles, uh... When I got up to around Louisiana, there's a little Mexican place, and they had their they had their bar set up outside. I picked up a frozen margarita from those guys for the walk, uh, hoofed it there, and I did it pretty quick time too, you know. Right, right. Probably like in forty minutes, which is pretty good for walking that far, you know, because it's a far fucking walk. Right. Holy shit, that is a far walk. Yeah. And where'd you end up? At Jefferson in Britannia. And you just got... And the thing is, I walk it really fast because you just got to get it over with. Right. You know? Wow. Were your feet hurting? Were you wearing work shoes? No, I was wearing... I, I brought my New Balance, you know, my sneakers to work. Yeah. So, because tennis I knew shoes. I was going to have to walk along. Yes, my tennis shoes. Were you sneaking up on somebody? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Playing tennis. Um, no, so I, so I knew I was going to have to walk a long way, but that was another thing. I mean, I had a few beers, but nothing too crazy because I had to drive home anyway. I, even though I was like, well, this way I can leave my car here, and if I get too drunk, I could just get in the morning. But I was like, fuck that. I don't want to do that, you know? Right. Because that becomes a bigger pain in the ass a lot of times. So, oh, damn, I dropped my pen behind the recliner. Damn it. I can't take any potential. <laughs> That's it. Lock the list. Yep, it's done. <laughs> Sorry. It ends at Tom Dole for some reason. <laughs> Sorry, Floyd, you can't be in it. Okay. <laughs> Not my rule, man. Not my rule. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, my feet were very sore the next morning when I woke up, you know? Yeah. You know, when you wake up, your feet are just throbbing. And the next morning was Saturday. And that was the day Endymion was running, you know? Okay. And there were two uptown parades in the morning. 
Iris and Tux. And Tux is one I really like. And that was the one that I think I told you how I was thinking about riding it years ago. Yes. But but it wasn't feasible for me to – because I don't have a bicycle yet. If I had a bicycle, I could have ridden a bicycle out there and then got back to my house and then made it to Mid-City for – Fort and Timian. Okay. But because Sarah was riding an Iris because she always rides in it, blah, blah, blah. And she makes special koozies because she rides in a float with a bunch of her friends. Okay. You know, and they make koozies and everything. But I was like, I'm not going to make it there just because I couldn't, you know? Right. Because I was like, it's it was an overbook, you know? Yeah. I wanted to get up, make my breakfast, you know, just have a regular day before uh, – there was a girl that uh, that invited me to this party, which is probably about five blocks from my high school on Bank Street, and the bus was running down there, so I hopped on the bus, which, like, around noon, got to her house around 12.15, you know, and they were. Do- I was probably one of the first people there. I was one of the first people there. I'm the one that tapped the keg. Um <laughs> <laughs> you know you're early to a party or you've arrived uh to a party on time when you're the guy who taps the keg. Yeah. <laughs> she she told me uh well because she invited me two previous times, you know? Mm-hmm. And I and I didn't go just cuz it was a pain in the ass when I wasn't living in New Orleans proper, you know? Right. I'd get a I'd have to get a ride down and my buddy John, whose wife was in the other parade with the kid, they would always have people over. But this year, I don't think they were doing that just because there's a or whatever. I don't know. There's problems going on there. But uh, <laughs> so this year, well, and also I looked at the Facebook invite list because I thought it was always like I was just being invited to be invited, you know? Right. Like, like along with just. I thought I would see like a bunch of random law school people on the list. And I looked and I was like, the only other people I knew from law school were a couple of other people on the list. I was like, oh, this girl's genuinely inviting me, you know? Right. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to make an effort to go to her party this year. So I told her, I was like, I'm going to make an effort to go. So I looked at the bus schedule. One bus was coming per hour on the Saturday schedule. And... You know, I got there. She was doing a crawfish boil, and I was like, do you need it? I was going to bring beer, but then I saw you put a post up this morning about you got a keg. Don't worry about bringing beer, uh, you know, because I felt weird about not bringing anything. I was like, can I at least give me money? She's like, if you want to give me money, give me money. So I gave her 20 bucks, and she had friggin' more crawfish than I need to eat and shrimp. She also had a bunch of oysters and she hired a guy to come shuck the oysters whoa yeah like it was like it was a ridiculous party it was all kinds of food and i was drinking beer and i was drinking bloody mary's and i was eating all kinds of food and um you know around 4 30 or something i wasn't even drunk i was just like had a food coma and i went in her house i got on the couch i laid down these people were like what are you doing i was like I'm sorry, dude. I'm not ashamed of this. I'm taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> and I took a nap on her couch. <laughs> there was another girl, like, down at the other end of the couch sleeping. I don't even know who that girl was. But uh, <laughs> I was like, I need to take a nap. And I woke up, like, an hour and a half, two hours later. 
and just start hanging out and drinking again. And I never did make it down to parade, but that was because I and with I intentionally didn't make it down to parade because I was like, fuck it, I have no reason to go to that parade. I was like, everything's here, the keg of beer, the couch, food, bathroom. Why go to the parade, you know? <laughs> well, and the girl run the party. She's like, I'm not going to the parade, you know? Right, she's um, got a dude shucking oysters. Yeah, well, and that was the thing. The dude shucking oysters, I was just hanging out, talking to him. He's just feeding me oysters. <laughs> you know? There you go, man. He's like, we should go get some pussy, you know? He's, he's uh, you know, dude probably 10 years older than me. Because, I, yeah, he said he was born 66. Black dude. He's like, come on, man, let's go get some. He's like, I know some girls suck your dick, make your toes curl up, and you better cook it. Cut your toenails because you'll cut your feet. Your toenails be. I was like, oh, all right, yeah. He's like, we should go hit that, man. I was like, all right, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Oysters, draft beer, and a blowjob that makes your toes curl. Yeah, and a bar in there, too. It was awesome. Yeah, this girl had it done proper. And she does this every year? Yeah, she's she's like, oh. And I was like, man. And she's also like, well, I like to do boils a lot in the spring, so, you know, I'll let you know. I was like, definitely let me know, because I love crawfish boils, you know? And would you graduate law school with her, you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a she's a cool broad. She's, she's a, not one of the people you hang out with all the time? No, not all. Like, I, when I started, she's like, oh, where you been? I was like, oh, I don't know. I was like, <laughs> probably hadn't seen the girl in almost two years at this point. But she's she's just a cool party girl, you know. Yeah, well now you have a tradition. Yeah, I was like, well I'll come here every year, you know. <laughs> and like she was handing out uh, wristbands this year because last year, I guess um, last year there was randoms hanging out in the house, like smoking inside her house and stuff like that. And uh, so this year she was giving wristbands so she would know random if randoms were around, you know. <laughs> It was like uh, the... um people do that. They crash parties like nobody's business when they're just walking along these parade routes. Yeah, well, that was... Um, like one, Black Party in Syracuse. Or St. Paddy's Day in Boston when Cuddy lived yeah. along the parade route. Yeah, I remember going to his house once for that. Um, oh, no, so it was before that. We, were, we went over to, like, Brett Ford lived on the parade route, and Cuddy was living in Winthrop or something, but had Brett Ford's keys that we could go and hang out, look at his roof or whatever. And somehow, some way, we ended up at some, like, family party that Cuddy shit in his hat, passed out in the bathroom, got us all thrown out. Like Cuddy always does a lot of, has a lot of <laughs> shit play. Whenever, whenever, whenever it all goes to pot with Cuddy, it always involves some type of defecation. Yeah, yeah. But it was one of those scenes where people were like, who are you guys? And why is that guy shitting in his own hat? Yeah. <laughs> And that was basically the end of the party. It was kind of like a Beastie Boys video. We were running down alleys, trying to get away from people, wondering where Cuddy was. Like, it was a bad, bad scene. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Um, And one of the girls, one of the friends that was at the party, who who I also knew, she said, she's like, oh, last year, 
there was such and such, and now she has she's doing this this year or whatever, or something that she had stepped up the party, you know. And she's like, maybe if people really fuck up, they'll have she'll just be giving us money or something next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and like, what is she? It, she what are what are the houses like there? Are they like townhouses, apartments, condos? Yeah, this is a uh, this is like a little cottage in mid city, you know, like a little uh, I, don't know, I guess it's probably an arts and crafts style. You don't know, probably, uh, don't probably give, an eighty year old house, you know. Don't give me her address, but give me. Uh, Give me the cross streets. Uh, well, or the neighborhood, at least. Banks and Carrollton, Mid City. Mid City. Oh yeah, Mid City. There we go. There we go. Yeah, that's right where I went to high school, corner Banks and Carrollton. All right, so I want to look at the. uh... But she's on the other side of Carrollton from my high school. All right, I just wanted to go Google Earth here so I can get a good idea of uh, what I'm dealing with. It's like a standard New Orleans-style arts and crafts type, but that's what they got a lot. Craftsmen, all that type of shit back there. But I have a hard time, uh, though, even, like, gauging what a neighborhood would look. Because in my mind, it, it's 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 like Brooklyn. No, it's not like that. Well, I mean, because Brooklyn, I think brick. Brick, brick brownstones, uh, yeah, and row houses. No, they're houses. Okay. You know, on... You know, usually smallish. Like, I think her lot is probably less than 3,000 square feet, the lot itself, you know? Right. Because in my head, obviously, uh, you know, I've got the quarter as a, you know, as a point of reference. Yeah, but that's, that, that any, will uh, skew your... Yeah, and anything else is is your parents' house in Metairie or port call Yeah. Okay. Those, those are, you know, calls basically part of the quarter, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. But those are the things that I have vivid imagery of. Yeah. Everything else is just kind of like, eh, I don't remember. Yeah, I know. I mean, but you All can right. see the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. No, I got a good sense. Like I got a good sense of what's going on here. So you could you can step out into her yard. What do you mean? Like, you know, she's got a front porch or a backyard. Yeah, yeah, she's got a front porch. Yeah. You know, you can spread out. Yeah. She doesn't really have a backyard. See, I got a backyard, but I have no, like, front porch or anything, you know? Right. All right, cool. I, um... Yeah, listen, man, I'm seriously going to think about coming down next year. Well, that would be great, man. That's, you know, it always sucks that no one ever wants to come down here for some reason. I, I can't believe it, you know? I can't, especially... Because of all the stuff that goes on down there, you know, that you know. don't get more visitors. I know. People never want to come down here. They talk about it, but they never do. Well, that's why yeah. they're off the list. Yep. Yep. I mean, say what you want about Floyd, but at least he comes down. <laughs> Too bad you lost that pen. <laughs> 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 Say what you want about him. Um, so that was Saturday for Endymion. Got home really late that like probably not really really late, like right before midnight. And this girl drove me home, and that was some 
white knuckle experience, you know? Oh, uh, that's the worst. Yeah, telling her, what the fuck's wrong? Because I looked up and the buses had quit running. Because that bus line quits running like at 10 o'clock for whatever fucking reason. Yeah. You know? I'm like, fuck, I'm going to need to get a ride home. And I didn't realize. She's like, I'll give you a ride home. And she didn't appear to be drinking while we were there. And we get in the car. And I'm like, and she had been somewhere earlier in the day. And I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you? I'm like, I was like, pay attention. You're going to hit parked cars, you know? And finally we got to my house. I was like, thank God. Because she doesn't live too far away from me, this girl. Right. You know, like, I was like, get home safe, damn it. You know? I was out with somebody uh, who will remain nameless. And we were out um, with a bunch of folks. Just recently. Maybe in the last year or two. Yeah. And um, I, I don't think it was my car. It was somebody else's car. And we were out of town. We were, we were visiting somebody. And um, I kind of had volunteered. I said, listen, we're going to go out to lunch. And then we're going to go out for a couple of drinks. And then we're going to go back to the house, um, you know, and watch football or something. And I said, I'll drive. No, no issue. So, you know, I bucked up. I had uh, water at lunch. And uh, somebody was like, hey, come on, man. Have a couple of drinks. Have a couple of drinks. And I was like, no man listen i'll drive it's cool and like no don't worry about it i'll drive yeah i've only had two beers or whatever and i was like all right that's fine you don't got to tell me twice and somewhere along the next two or three hours the dude got absolutely (laughs) shit-faced i don't know how he did it i don't know why he did it he he could have been in the clear i volunteered to drive and uh, it was one of those scenes like after school special man uh, I made him pull the car over, and I got out. Yeah, because it was just ridiculous. Yeah, but you don't want that. No, and like, what? Like my, I'm more curious as to how these people get so drunk. You're you're kind of at the same party, and like you said, you're looking at this chick, and she yeah. didn't appear to be you know pounding. I didn't even see her drinking. That's what really confused me. I was like, when did this happen? <laughs> I mean, if anything, she should have been sobering up. Right, right. You know? Right. I mean, I was talking to her and everything, just BSing about stuff, and I noticed that she was hammered until we got behind the wheel of the car, and she's acting like a fool. Maybe uh, right before you left, she went in the bathroom and did a vodka butt funnel. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> all the kids. <laughs> Oh, good stuff. So that was uh, Saturday, Sunday. That was Saturday. And then Sunday was the day. There was two parades rolling and starting like at 11. A friend of mine invited me to a party that they were doing. Uh, his his uh, sister-in-law lives on right across the street from this Henry's bar magazine where I, where I'd watched those other parades early in the week, you know? Okay. And he's like, we're going to have a party there. Come, there'll be lots of food. So, you know, I, I got on the streetcar and went down there because I knew I'd be drinking anyway, you know? So I was like, I'm not even screwing around with, Hey, I didn't want to screw around parking either. So I got in a streetcar and moseyed my way on down to that neighborhood and got there and there was all kinds of food, which was awesome, you know. 
So, so I pigged out, drank a bunch of beer. You know, I brought my 12-pack of Coors, but there was loads and loads of Coors. Drink a lot of drink a lot of beer while I was there for the few hours or whatever that was, you know, from like probably got there right after right around noon, you know? Okay. And then the big parade Bacchus was gonna roll. Right. Uh and but that does that starts rolling further down, like at Napoleon and St. Charles. Uh so you so if you wanted to go you had to walk to it, you know? Okay. So I um so I, uh, this guy, Joe, who's the fiance of the girl whose house I was at Friday, who rode in that parade, he was there. He's like, well, we're going to go to Bacchus. And I was like, well, I'll come with you guys. So I start walking with those guys. And, uh, this is crazy. We were a few blocks down the road. And, and as we're walking, we're heading towards Napoleon, you know, walking in the downtown direction. We hear boom crash and we turn around and there was a crash right at, at the intersection you know guy coming down magazine street guy trying to come out of the intersecting road you know to turn on the magazine street and there was all these people in the street in front of the corner store there and you know that guy the guy coming out of the cross street didn't see the guy coming and the Guy coming, obviously, didn't see that dude. And he nailed him right, like a big crash, into his passenger side, into his driver's side door. T-bone. Yeah. And the thing is, I'd be willing to bet both drivers were drunk, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, how shitty is that for your Mardi Gras? Right. You know? So this is on Sunday around 4.30 or something, you know? Oh, man. Yeah, how awful is that? So whatever, he just kept walking. Stopped into this bar along the way. Uh, did a shot of Jägermeister. Then we walked down, got to Napoleon. You know, we had to cross over because that's where the parade starts rolling, you know? Right. Because we were trying to work our way down somewhere else. So it was like, there was like a crew of like five, six people we were with. So I cross over, and I'm with this guy and his girlfriend. I don't even really, I don't know them, you know. Right. They're just random people. But I had already talked to my friend Abby, who was way down. She was between Washington and 4th Street on St. Charles watching the parade. But we're waiting for the other people to come, me, this random guy, and his girlfriend. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, well, they're still trying to get through the crowd, you know? We made it like pros. Like, we, we just sliced through the crowd and got across the street, you know? Right. Behind a band and before a float, you know? Right, right. Because you can't walk through the band ranks. You can get fucked up if you're walking through the band ranks. You oh, know what I'm yeah, yeah, sure. Um, that's a big no-no. So, uh, I was like, but I need another beer. And Miss Mays was the bar in the corner right there. At Napoleon Magazine, it's uh, one of these twenty-four hour bars, Miss Mays. It's where, and in better times, it's where Rob Ryan was going after every Saints game back <laughs> in two thousand thirteen. Okay, uh, I actually went in there one night and got a picture with him. I've seen that picture. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I told you, I was like, well, I'm going to go down there and get a beer, and he's like, oh, that's cool. We'll be here. You know, oh. so I'm, I'm probably in there for five minutes. You know, 
get the beer, I come out, not, they're not in sight, which <laughs> was actually fine in my book. Right. Because I knew I was going to have to be leaving these guys at some point. Right. You know, and I was like, well, it's going to be uncomfortable when I tell them I don't want to hang out with them anymore. I'm like, good. They did me the favor and abandoned me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, which is very easy when you're dealing with a crew of drunk guys and only like one of the guys knows you. Right. You know, so that was fine. So I walked down and I went into a corner store, bought a 12 pack of beer in there. Um, I told Abby, I was like, well, I'm coming your way. And I walked to Washington and th- uh, Washington and between Washington and forth on St. Charles, you know, and that was a long fucking walk too. I mean, that was slightly shorter than my walk on Friday, but not that much shorter. You know, walking from Sonyet and Magazine to, which is the 5100 block of Magazine, to uh, Washington and Forth, I think that's like the 28 block, 2800 block of, of St. Charles, I think it is. Uh... That's a pretty long walk. And I was really drunk already, because I'd probably already drinking at least 12 beers, probably more at that point, you know? Right. And I got there, and Abby was out there with her boyfriend and one of his friends. And, you know, right away, they're like, hey, man, handed me a bottle of whiskey, you know, and I, I had the beer I was drinking. And, I mean, I wasn't drunk, embarrassing myself. But finally, after the parade, when we got to the car and everything, uh, and and she brought me home, her and Jason, and by t- when we got home, you know, before he even got home, I was like passing out. I was like really fucked up, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so the next day, I had to, I knew I had to go to work. We were open for three hours. That was friggin' miserable. Oh. You know, but luckily I got home like at eleven because uh, you know, we, the parade ended. We went friggin' to the house where they were hanging out. The friends of you know to to check in or whatever or get whatever stuff or say use the bathroom whatever we're doing you know right um but uh what was cool in that parade i missed john c Riley because i was walking you know doing much of the first part of the parade you know tr- just trying to make it to see these guys you know right but, but john c Riley was the celebrity monarch for that one but i was there they had a float with uh, they were in masks though, but it was Craig Hot Tub, another uh, uh, float for the Hot Tub Time Machine guys. Okay, you know it was Rob Corddry, Clark Duke, and Craig Robinson on the float. Oh, front. nice! And I, I knew which one was Craig Robinson. He was the guy in the front. He was in a mask, but you could tell it was Craig Robinson. You right, know? right, right. Because it was like, oh. And I told you about years ago how they had the hot tub time machine float in the tux parade, but the first time the first one came out, you know, and they were in that one with the hot tub. Right. But this was just a regular float. It was like Bacchus salutes hot tub time machine stars, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, and, but I didn't get anything from those guys, unfortunately. Oh, but, fuck those guys. Yeah. But uh, so that was kind of fun. And then Monday. Uh, I had already planned to do something with the girl, Abby, because she was supposed to be, see, because she was supposed to be at a party on Saturday, and she couldn't come because she had been up to six in the morning the night before, and she was feeling terrible, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, let's hang out Lundy, girl. 
So even though I didn't want to go anywhere after work, I was on my couch, you know, and at this point it was like around two o'clock and she's like, well, I just got out of work, you know, come on, well, you got to do something. I'm like, all right, all right. So then she came over here and we had it down. Uh, that was the night that friggin' two parades were on. Proteus, one of the ones that quit rolling because of the the anti-discrimination shit. Okay, right, right. We covered that. Yes. The Orpheus, the Harry Cotton Jr. parade. But I wanted to go to Orpheus anyway because, like I told you, I want that gold record, you know? Uh, but she came and picked me up, went and bought some beer, you know, and then we went and bought some Popeyes because Popeyes is a tradition on parade routes, you know? Right. Every So many people out there eating their fried chicken, you know? Right, right, it's right. It's a great, great food. Um, and then, but when we got down there, like we parked, but because there was shitty weather coming through, they moved the parades up a couple hours. So we completely missed Proteus and probably missed at least the first five floats of Orpheus, you know, cause we, we, we parked at the very, at the very beginning of the parade. Cause we want to be there. Like we don't go want to get too far in because they were predicting really bad, shitty rain coming through, you know? Okay. And the weather was nice all weekend. Like, the clock, like it wasn't really, it wasn't cold or anything. You know, it was nice weather. But, but a front was coming through, bad rain, and then it was going to be freezing behind it, you know? So we're like, let's get to the front. That way, if the bad weather comes, we can just get the hell out of here. Well, fortunately, you know, I got my... Uh, I was like begging for those for one of those gold record things. Like a, occasionally the float stop. I went to one. They're like, oh, we don't have that. And then Abby and I were standing like near the back. Um, you know, I had my little like Holly Hog soft cooler with me, full of the beer. You know, yeah, like a little twelve pack in there. But then uh, she's like, she's like, look, they just threw a bunch of those records there, the ones you want off that float. And I went, but they'd all got picked up already, you know? And But the float was stopped. I go up to the guy who's at the end of the float. I was like, hey, man, you got any of those gold record things? He's like, no, we don't have any of that. I was like, dude, someone just flew, threw a bunch of them off this float. He's like, no, we don't have them, man. <laughs> what the fuck? All these people claiming they don't have it. Well, there was probably three floats to go. And this float stops in front of us. And I make eye contact with this guy on the... On the top, it's a double-decker float, you know? I make eye contact with this dude on the top of the float. And I'm like, throw me something. And he's like, oh, no. And then I see he's holding one of those little gold record things, you know? Right. He's got, like, an old plastic bag. I was like, give me the gold record, you know? He's like, he's like, no. I'm like, and I'm making a sign to him. I'm like, the gold record. <laughs> and then he's like, oh. And then, and then the float starts rolling and he looks down at me and he's like, oh, and he takes it and he throws it to me. Nice. But then it, it, it floats a little bit, you know, because it's a little disc. Right. I'm like, oh, fuck, I better catch this or I'm not going to have one because some asshole will just grab it. And luckily I was able to snag it, you know. Did you see it like in slow motion? Yeah, pretty much because I had to like snag it over a guy's head. Right. I was like, because it started wafting, you know, and I'm like, like, 
drifting a little bit because the wind took it. Yeah, yeah. And like, it was down. It's not going down in front of me. It's going down in front of this dude, you know? Right. And it's like a prize type of throw because even if you don't know what it is, it's like it's it's bigger than a doubloon and it's metal. So obviously it's a special throw, you know? Yeah. So so I got in. I turned. I was like, I'm happy. I got what I want. I don't care if I catch another friggin' thing, you know. Then like three or four more floats rolled, and it was over. And they were rushing too because they knew the bad weather was coming. Right. So they just start flying through. And we walked back to the car. And as we were walking back to the car, rain started coming. Probably got home around seven fifteen, which was just as well because the next day I was going to go to Zulu with uh, my brother-in-law and the niece. Oh yeah, right, right. And they told me, be at, be at their house at 710. So I had to drive out to Metairie to get to their house. But but Mari, my sister, wanted to go. So I had to stop by my mom's house to pick her up. So I woke up at like 6 in the morning to do this shit. Ugh. And we didn't drink any but drink two beers out of that 12-pack. So I brought that out there with me. We got out there. It was 36 degrees in the morning. Oh, my God. Yeah, so we got out there, got to our spot around 8 o'clock, you know, a spot we always go to. Uh, parade was probably probably finished passing us around 10 o'clock, you know. And, I and you know, Damien drank a couple of beers. Mari drank one, but I drank the rest, the other seven. So I had a pretty good buzz <laughs> going. You know, two hours being out there, I drank seven beers. I had a nice little buzz going. Uh, went home because I didn't care – you know, I guess I could have gone to Rex, but I didn't want to do that because they weren't going to that. I wouldn't have been like, and the other people that I wanted to hang out with, people were like, fuck it, I'm not coming out because it was so cold. Yeah. And Mardi Gras Day is like the cherry on the top, you know? I mean, you, you, you go balls to the wall leading up to that, you know? Mardi Gras Day. You know, when I was younger, it used to be one of those things, let's go get drunk on Mardi Gras Day, you know, live yeah, it up. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I'm happy to end it at 10 o'clock in the morning now, you know? Yeah, that's a, that's a, you get a full day of recovery. Yeah, well, yeah, especially since I have to go work the next day, yeah. You know, you got your coconuts. Yeah, I got four coconuts, and I did have five. But uh, randomly, this guy that graduated from high school with me, a bond, he happened to be hanging out at the same spot. This guy starts talking to me. I'm like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. He was talking about band, and I turned... And I'm like, oh. And we're both like, oh, hey, it's you. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, so I already had two coconuts at this point. And they throw one. And I reach up and I grab it. And I turn around. And I was like, oh, sorry, man. It's like, have the coconut. Because I knew they was throwing it to him. Right, right. And uh, he's like, no, nah, man, you caught it. You can have it. And I was like, no, nah, keep it, man. You can have it. He's like, sure. I'm like, yeah. I was like, if it was anybody else, I wouldn't be giving it to him. Right. You know, I'm like, I know you, you know, I was like, I'm not going to do this to you. You know, I was like, but for the record, all bets are off from here on out. <laughs> so I ended up getting a couple of more, you know, right, right. to add collection. The coconut so fucking master. Sent you, you know. Yeah, those are good looking ones. Yeah, yeah, they were pretty good. That one that really sparkly one with the flirt of leave, though, because a lot of them are in plastic bags. Okay. You know. It's easy to hand them out when they're in plastic bags, too. But, uh, you know, all the glitter and shit on them. That one has so much glitter. I took it out of the bag, and glitter was going everywhere. <laughs> so put it right in the ba- right back in the bag. And 
packed it away until next year. You know, but after we came home, you know, I, I really shouldn't have been driving anywhere as it was, as I was at that time. But my sister only lives like, you know, probably two miles from my mom's house. So I just, I had to bring Mari home anyway. So we drove to my mom's house. I went and hung out in there for a bit, you know, but then I was going through the whole, like, that whole, you know, when you get drunk in the middle of the day but you're still awake and you're kind of having like a hangover. Yep. Yeah, I was having one of those, you know, I start getting like a headache and sluggish. Yeah. Cause either you keep drinking and pass out or, or you don't, you know? Right. So, you know, I just hung out there for a bit and, and then I don't know, got up, probably didn't leave till like six o'clock or something, you know, came home and then got prepared to, Go back to the factory on Wednesday. <laughs> but that was really rough having to go back into work on Wednesday just because it's like, you know, I don't know. You're doing all this, you know, fun and everything, and then you got to go back to work. Yeah, screeching comes to a screeching halt. Yep. Well, good yep. times, man. Good times. Yeah, it was a good Mardi Gras. Nice. Nice. And this is the first time I went hard like this in a few years. You know? Because nice I'm trying it. to get, catch the joie de vivre in my life again you know yeah because you know the last couple of years of my life have been kind of shitty so I'm trying to get a more positive outlook on life that's all it is man yeah project positivity there you go and then last night to cap it off ash wednesday i got to watch the game or at least the second half of the game and we played great Rakeem Christmas was awesome, and we beat Louisville, and that felt really friggin' good, and I was really happy. Yeah, I missed uh, I missed all of that, um, and only saw like a CBS Sports alert. Um, but you know, nice that we brought it for once. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's nice that we get a. This is all our postseason anyway. It was nice to have us play a complete game. You yeah, know? totally. Because usually we run out of steam at the end, but yesterday we kept on it, you know? Yeah. And we won't have Rakeem Christmas next year, but we'll be so much better for it right now. Not for losing Rakeem Christmas, but for these guys getting better. Like Roberson playing a hell of a lot better now. Yeah, well, it's about time. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. about time. Um, all right, man. All right, well, I'm going to eat some ice cream, watch a little... Something, I guess it's twelve oh three, and then hit the hay. Sound. Tomorrow's birthday, right? Damn it, it's hard to believe tomorrow's Friday. TGIF. Seems like it should be Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. On then on then on that note, with apologies to Girk's brother, we'll see you guys next week. Night, Fredo.